0: You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben-Amin and Tatiana Keane jones For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack.
1: For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com/slash/forallnerds. Welcome
0: to the Fan Bros, the show where the Bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the premium podcast that discusses geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, still here in the captain's chair, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, aka Queen Sonos Standard Bearer, Ready Hater One, Bernie Slanders, Quentin Quarantino, Toss a Coin to Your Ninja, Lightwork Igami, Blart Bent, here in the spaceship tonight.
1: I like Quentin Quarantino. Thank you very much. I like that one. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, Not bad. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying, you know. It's a struggle out here these days. <laughs> and as always, I am joined by
1: Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Baptist America, the Ting of the North, Flex Luthor, the Lord of Lightsabers, and T'Challa Bread.
0: <laughs> oh, very nice, very nice. Always T'Challa Bread always gets me. Um, yes, as you know, everyone out there knows, we are in the spaceship tonight, but we are actually in separate spaceships as it may be because it is full on Quentin quarantine out here.
1: <laughs> For sure. So we're in our own little space pods, but still bringing to you one of the best in the land podcast ever, 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 ever. Never forget.
0: I mean, you know, they, they can't forget, you know, um... I mean, you know, we would be at South by Southwest this week if not for, uh, <laughs> you know, we wouldn't even be bringing you to show in that alternate reality that, you know, you know.
1: Is that how you feel right now? Like, do you just feel like something happened? Like the flash went back one too many times and now our timeline got tripped up? Like, what's happening right now? Uh, like, lo- <laughs> like, like what logical slash comic book explanation can we come up with with what's happening right now?
0: I don't know if I feel like the, the flash went back. And, you know, I mean, maybe this is. Barry, it, Barry, my fucked up. Just saying. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty dark right now. You know, <laughs> I, I can't say that, you know, this is the brightest timeline. This is definitely not. the. But as you know, it could be worse. That's always my thing. It could be worse. You know, things could mm. be better, but it could be, you know, tremendously worse. So what if,
1: what if, or if you're the type of person where this is the worst for you?
0: Oh, well then, I mean, y'all, you know, are you, you what are you supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, hmm. well,
1: well, a question like that, I know is very hard to answer. And a lot of people are having to deal with that same question, right? What do I do? What is going on? Mm-hmm. You may have children coming up to you, saying this to you ooh. and you as a parent or as a sibling or whatever caregiver, whomever you are, you're kind of looking at them like, bro, I have no idea. So, I I bring that up because one of the things I think would help during this situation is as we continue to talk with each other and share our different coping mechanism mechanisms rather, whether it's dealing with stress, dealing with fear, or dealing with the unknown. I I think that some of the coping mechanisms we've come up with just in normal quote unquote life are are definitely useful and maybe even more so important to try to employ now. So. I, I wanted to make that point because I know Ben, you during this year you you've actually shared a lot of great ideas with people to learn how to kind of deal with their stressors. And I, I would love if you could just share those again with a lot of people because I think they would be really powerful right now.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, thank you. I didn't even realize that I had, but um, yeah. well, one thing that lately I've been talking about a lot on Twitter, and I don't think I've talked about it that much on the show yet, but I've been attending therapy sessions. I've been doing them online which is actually great that I am because now I don't have to deal mm. with going into an office right now. But, yeah, I've been doing therapy. Uh, I'm actually going to shout out the app. I found a therapist on this app, Ginger. You can download it. It's on the App Store, G-I-N-G-E-R, right? Ginger. You know, I like spell ginger, like you eat eating ginger. Cool. Yep. And you can find a therapist. I actually asked for an African-American therapist, and I asked for someone specifically who could deal with white supremacy, you know, or who'd had – um, history dealing with white supremacy mm. because I felt like that was just important to get out of the way. You know, someone, I saw someone say that on Twitter and I just took that to heart because I really feel like that was just important. You know, hey. before I can even get anything else, like we talk about survival mechanisms and coping mechanisms. And that's something that people of color have to deal with all the time facts you know we are always in survival mode and we are always coping with the effects of white supremacy and so because of that I wanted a therapist who understood that so I didn't have to waste my time explaining that you know what I mean that mm-hmm. would just that would mm-hmm. just be a waste of time every session I'd have to sit there and explain oh well this is what happened you know because of racism and I didn't feel like doing <laughs> that so I got a black woman you know shout outs and it's been going very well, y'all. I cannot lie. I was never a fan of therapy. I always thought the idea was wild, mainly because, like, especially when I came home from prison, when I went through that traumatic experience, I was always like, I didn't feel that anyone, unless they'd been to prison, could relate. And I didn't feel like it was kind of like the thing with racism. I didn't feel like explaining to people what prison was like every time. Right. You know, it's kind of like with racism where I didn't feel like it's just like with a white person. You can't really understand what it's like to deal with white supremacy unless you're black. It's just like how men can't really understand what it's like to deal with, you know, male privilege being used against you unless you're a woman. It's just things like that. You can't really walk in people's shoes. You can have empathy, but you can't exactly feel what it's like until you've gone through that experience yourself or something similar.
1: Right. So you recommend if people have the means that they should definitely seek support right now in, in their therapists or like coaches or whatever the, I mean, I know there's lots of different names, yeah. for the different types of people who can help.
0: Yes. I would definitely say that it's helped me tremendously. And then another thing that I would really recommend is meditation, because that's another thing that I've always had people recommend to me. I remember, you know, rest in peace, the combat. Jack he used to talk about it all the time. He was like, "Yo, I don't start my day without meditating, you know, end of story. And I did the 21-day meditation challenge. I know a lot of people have been doing it. It's been going around. And it really helped me a lot, you know, because just the challenge alone was really dope. And then it got me into the rhythm of, you know, doing meditation every day. And so because of that, even after the 21-day challenge, I've been keeping it up and doing my meditations every day. And that has helped me so much. Mm. You know, just... And yeah. and I would really recommend if you can seek it out, the 21 day Deepak uh, Chopra guided meditation, because it really it really helps you focus and it has little tasks to go along with it. And it takes about 30 minutes a day, but it's just some of the best 30 minutes that you'll spend on yourself.
1: Absolutely. And definitely want to like co-sign on that, you know, meditation and kind of learning to center yourself because. Besides all of the unknowns and all that other stuff, you also may have an overload of information, mm-hmm. um, and you know, right, wrong, half truth, <laughs> complete falsehood—like it's all over the place. And I think taking the time, what 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 I've done to try to mitigate a lot of that is really learn the tools to really critically think and identify the things that I'm reading and the things that I'm hearing and seeing. Um, all over, just to really make sure that does this make sense? Uh, is this supported by logic? Is this supported by science? Stuff like that. Like, I think it's important that people build that filter now even more than ever, um, because you have so much misinformation out there, and, um, you know, lots of times, especially when it's a it's a very trying time like this, where people tend to panic, the 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 critical thinking goes out the door with it, and I just want people too i think if we can help learn to center ourselves and get us to a place where we can really uh process information appropriately then we would be a little better off um it it would just be really helpful with our peace of mind
0: Mm. no i you know me especially with the social media i always advocate taking a break muting certain words or people even if you have to you know whatever because you don't owe anyone anything when it comes to that. That's something I had to learn myself. Like, yeah, even if you follow people and you're like, yo, this person just be going, you know, and you might know them or you might not, but you felt like, you know, you've known the internet, you feel bad about muting them, man. Don't just, you know, that's, it's all, social media is one thing, you know, like, and I think this thing, that's one thing that it's really showing us is, I know you were tweeting about it. There's a lot we can talk about. I want to keep talking about the stuff, but one thing that you were tweeting about was about how we're seeing how America is based on a lot of bullshit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You
0: know, and a lot of people have pointed out. (laughs) Yeah, money is is fake. fake. It's all like this big scam, (laughs) just the whole idea of like interest, you know, or, you know, the fact that you have to pay a late fee and all this type of, just the littlest things is all nonsense. And we're seeing that now because now it's like, oh, you know, no, we're not going to cut off your Verizon phone if you don't pay your bill in the next two months. But before, they'd be on my ass if I ain't had that bill. Like, what? I've been with Verizon like 10 years and they will be on my ass the moment I don't pay a bill. It's like, come on. Like, but that's That's all bullshit.
1: That's like sprint. They're all like that. It's all. (laughs) 15 cent late. No,
0: it's all nonsense. But getting back to the whole idea, because we could talk about that forever, but that's something I really want to, you know, this correlates with what I want to say right here. It's like, another thing is you have to count your blessings, Joe. You, Mm. I mean. Fucking constantly. Big facts. Like, you have to constantly fucking think about how blessed you are. Because, like I say, it could be so much worse. And you have to think about every little thing you have to wrong for you. Like, you know, boom. We don't go to South by Southwest, right? We're in our house. But we're alive. Both of us, as far as we know, are healthy. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, we have family. We have friends. We have, you know, the listeners of this show. We're supported by so many people. We're blessed yeah. to be able to sit here and record right now and have yeah. all the people listening to this show, you know? So mm. it's like, that's just from my personal perspective, but everyone has things like that out there. Like, you know, I could focus on the fact that, you know, I was tweeting about this other day that um, I lost, you know, I, I do a lot of weddings right now. Shout outs to Deity and uh, Deity's a venue in Brooklyn that I DJ at and we had to shut down until it looks like now until the first week of May, maybe. Mm. And so that just wiped it out. You know, I had a kid coming up this weekend. You know, well, I actually took that one off for South by, but another one next weekend, you know, wiped everything out. Somebody's yeah. 50th birthday party was supposed to be next week. I feel bad for them more than I feel for me. But, you know, I could sit there and think about all that money I lost, or I could sit there and think about that I'm alive, you know, and that I'm here on this earth right now and I have the potential to do whatever and money, like we just said, is all bullshit and imaginary anyway. <laughs> so it's gonna come to me you know that's something that you know that d thing is about is abundance theory and the idea of abundance and how we live in an abundant universe and that's something that i always known but it's something you have to always remind yourself of too you know that's the thing that's why i was talking about yeah. meditation and that whole um d course because these things i know you know i grew up a very like most of us we all grew up nerds so we all grew up on this whole like idea of the world being very abundant and not the world that you just see outside your door and that our imagination creates the world around us and all these type of weird things that are now being proven by science but you have to remind yourself of that because the world will try and take that glow and that shine away from you so you have to always remind yourself of who you are and what you're about And I think that that's one thing that this is, you know, people are really going to get from this because it's forcing people to sit inside and think and sit with themselves.
1: Mm, We should play a church organ right here.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, that's just what I mean, man. I've been like I've been on this lately because I've been, you know, I've been in that place, dog. I can tell all y'all like I've been in the worst depressions of my life at times, you know, recently. I was even going through it again. Like when my mom passed, that was, you know, a very traumatic experience and it was devastating to me. And it put me back in that place. Like when I came home from jail where I was just lost and didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, F the whole world and what does life even matter and all that. But you know, like I've been doing, I've been practicing, I've been working and I've been doing the work to get better. And I've realized that, you know, I have to count my blessings. You know, I know for one, that's not what my mom would want me to ever live a day where I'm just all sad and, you know, not doing anything. That's not how we live. That's not what she taught me. And in general, I've been in that place before where I've been so depressed and I know what the outcome of that is. And so I don't, I'm like, nah, it's not worth it to be like that. You know, it's not that you can't have sad moments. I feel like you should, if possible, cry every day, you know, at least something, you know, where your emotion brings you to that point. But at the same time, I don't feel like you should waste time just being sad and depressed, you know, about what's going on in the world when you can sit there and just count, yo, I'm alive right now. You know, I'm healthy. I have all my senses, you know, duh, 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 duh. you know, everything, you know, any blessing you have, you can count it instead of counting what's wrong.
1: Mm, I'll definitely do that. The power, the power of positive thinking.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> We talk about a lot on here and I, I, you know, I know I talk about it and I know a lot of people say that I'm a positive person, but I've had to lately just really do the work to remember that and to maintain it because like I said, this world will try and take that shine away from you. But, you know, we are all special and we're all unique and we're all part of this great like tap- tapestry, a tapestry, you know, <laughs> it's, yes. yeah, and so we are all a piece of this and it's like, yeah, oh, man, just yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm I'm just ranting right now, but yeah, man, I, I just want but people I think to understand. I think you're
1: giving really good advice though because it's, as you said, it's things that people tend to forget. So thank you so much for saying all of that. Like that really mattered.
0: Word. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right here. We got much more on this episode of the For All Nerds show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. You know, God bless y'all. Blessings to everybody out there. And we'll be right back after this break.
1: Hey, guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor. And when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Test Podcast. And when we are doing one of God. our mini podcasts, yes. we are listening to For All Nerds.
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone. And when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from allhiphop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world hip-hop culture I'm watching for all nerds hey this is Logan
1: Browning and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix I'm listening to For All Nerds yo what up this is Yahya Abdul-Mateen the second I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies
0: and when I'm not getting around the city I'm chilling listening to For All Nerds what's up y'all this is N. Stephen Harris fire artist co-creator of Aztec fire artist on Ajala the fringe Michael Cray Watching the Homes, don't forget Watching the Homes, award
1: winner of Watching the Homes, Glyph Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing, and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. All right.
0: Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to 4 All Nerds. Don't I have to And what's up, y'all? As always, thank you for listening on all them different platforms out there. Make sure you hit that like, that subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Spotify. Uh, where else? We everywhere but Tidal. You know, we still waiting on Jay-Z. <laughs> Unlike Jay Electronica, we are not on Tidal right now. But, you know, one day soon. But like I said, please hit that like and subscribe. Leave a rating, especially on iTunes. Hit that five-star Leave a comment. Tell them how much you love us, how mad you are that we're not at South by Southwest. You know, (laughs) whatever you want to say, just do it. Go over to iTunes right now and leave that comment. Hit that five star. We need it. It means so much. Make sure you're following us on YouTube, on Twitch. Been doing a lot of DJing on the Twitch right now. So, you know, you need to be over there. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Since I can't DJ in the clubs, I will DJ from my house. I got to do it. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and um, one last thing, like I was talking about before, is about, you know, counting your blessings and everything. Another thing, uh, something that really helped me out, and I always bring this up, I tweeted about it the other day, was when Conan O'Brien was doing his last couple of shows when he was still on the network. And one he gives this short speech, you can find it on YouTube, but he talks about how much he hated cynicism, right? And when I first saw this show, I was sitting in my room alone in the dark, you know, probably crying because I was fucking out of my mind depressed. And I'm sitting there watching Conan and he goes into this speech about cynicism and he talks about how he hated it because he hates seeing it in the youth and how many so much so many younger people are so cynical and they wear it like a badge of honor and all those things. And he's like, that's never been his thing. His whole thing through life has been to work hard and to be kind. And he's like, you might not always get what you want. But good things will come your way. And I'm sitting there, yo, like, you know, pretty much ready to, you know, put a bullet in my head, honestly. And I hear this and it just hit me like a, you know, somebody just slapped me in the face. And it was just like, yo, man, for real, you know, like, you don't have it that bad, Ben. You know, sure, you've been through some traumatic shit, but you are sitting in a house that you pay to rent on. You know, you're still DJing at the time. You know, I was in D.C. still doing a lot of clubs, all that. You know, I had a lot of things going for me, really. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I just work hard and be kind, you know, things will happen. And at that time, that's when I was blogging, doing pleasedonsstare.com. And that's how I met Combat Jack. And boom, boom, boom. But here you are today. It came with working hard and being kind, though. You know, that was the thing. And thinking about the positive and not the negative and not sitting around being cynical and that just drives me nuts y'all when i see that cuz twitter especially has this attitude where it's like being cynical and being snarky is cool you know but sometimes yo it's like it's not necessary and it's not needed it's just like yo there's always there's a time and a place for that but there's also a time and a place for just being positive and just thinking about the good in life and, like, being kind, Joe. And right now, considering the situation we're in, you never know what someone else is going through in life. You don't know, you know, what their life is about. So it's like, why not just be kind first?
1: Hmm.
0: That's that's
1: great advice, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's real. Yeah. It's just sharing things that people need to remember at this
0: point yeah man i hope so because i just really you know that is something that drives me nuts and especially right now you know it drives me nuts normally but right now it just bugs me out when people are just like gotta have a little snarky comment you know gotta be slick and now jokes and all that don't get me wrong i love a good joke you know people clowning somebody for saying something silly that's always good too you know but when people are just being out there, just like, duh, 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 and you're just like, ah, let me just say something, I'm sorry. It's like, come on, man. You know, that's right. unnecessary.
1: We reverse the polarity, put out some positivity.
0: Word up. All right. But, you know, we talked all that positive shit. So, let's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know,
0: this is the For All Nerds show. And we do have, I mean, sadly, though, it's like, yo, like somebody said uh, about ESPN, they're going to be playing Baby Boy by next week because... <laughs> News is slowing down, folks. I mean, it, you know. That would be
1: hilarious if you scrolled through like 10 channels and they were all Baby Boy.
0: <laughs> Yo, it's coming. Oh, it's my coming. God. It's coming. It's coming, folks. Like, Love and Basketball is definitely coming to ESPN soon. <laughs> 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 like, they gonna play anything that got sports in it. like
1: <laughs> Badminton. <laughs> Shout out to Batman though. Batman's fun as hell.
0: Oh, it really is. I can't lie. I used to <laughs> love me some Batman as a kid. Oh, it's hilarious. All right. But yeah, in entertainment news this week, um, yeah, it ain't none because everything is done. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, before everything, I mean, there's still still a bright spot, right? You said about, yes. we said about Change of Polarity, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Westworld season three premiered. Yes. And you were able to live tweet that. Yes. That was a great experience, right? Uh right?
0: Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, oh. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch. Like that, you know, that was that that was dope. But uh um, Yeah, so I, Sammy, I was,
1: what did you think. what did you I think? I was not like, blown
0: away. Okay, I have not watched I watched like one episode in season two. I watched all of season one. Um, I did watch that one episode of season two. I went to Wikipedia and a few articles to catch myself up on what had happened. So I knew I wasn't very confused any more than everyone is confused, you know, in general. Because Westworld is a very confusing show. Okay. But <laughs> I just wasn't entertained like that. Like, I thought Aaron ah. Paul was dope. I, You know, I love Aaron Paul. I think he's always dope. Um, Mar- you know, Mr. Lynch, you know, showed up, did his thing. Uh, but it just, yeah, to me, I thought the episode was very violent and if, uh, somebody tweeted this. I wish I knew it was. It was one of my favorite things that, like, they were like, I wish, I mean, no, they're like, I'm going to start judging shows on whether they're good or just violent, you know? Cause sometimes people use violence to entertain, like violent can be very, you know, it's shocking. It's entertaining. Oh, yeah. It can be cool. Yeah. You know? And that's how I thought the violence in this was. So it was like a lot of violent to make characters seem cool. You know, like, ooh, look how they're killing people. And it's just like, all right, but, you know, that's that's not really story, and it didn't give me anyone where I really cared about them.
1: Mm, I hear you. You know,
0: and I don't really give a damn about Dolores. I guess if I'd been watching through the three seasons, maybe I would. Uh, the episode could have used more Tessa Thompson. It's shot, you know, directed all that very well you know there's not everyone's acting great you know it's not like it's it's a so technically it's fine yeah it just didn't do nothing for me where i'm like do i really want to keep watching this i mean there ain't much else you know so i might do it on another sunday i might give it another sunday to see how it goes but westworld in general has never been that show to me where i'm like yo i got to watch this joint you know and then, uh, spoilers for the ending, you know, I mean, I'm not really spoiling, them, but just, this is what happened at the end of this week's episode, um, Maeve returned, and she's in a Nazi world, eh, like, World War Two, I guess, and it's like, oh, God, if I, you know, it's like, HBO just gotta have a Nazis, one way or the other, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, they gonna get you some Nazis on screen, like. I swear certain people just love cosplaying as Nazis, I feel like. It's like they just, you know, it's like in their blood. Like, yo, if I can write some Nazis in this strip, you know. It's like, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they handle dope. You know, maybe this is the Westworld of Watchmen, you know, or the Watchmen of Westworld, and they really flip the script on this Nazi thing. But, all right. yeah.
1: Well, well, I mean, all right. So that wasn't Sunshine and Rainbows, but there's <laughs> other stuff to look for because – While, even though, considering the pandemic, you do have movie theaters and stuff like that closing down, you do have outlets or distributors like Universal that are actually releasing new and movies that are out now to the public, at least on demand. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, Universal, they're telling everybody, you don't have to wait. You're going to be able to see The Invisible Man, Trolls World Tour, I, I'm not looking for Trolls World Tour, but I was looking for The Invisible Man, yep. uh, The Hunt, Emma, and some more items. They said they're um going to be releasing that. And actually, they should be available now, but they're going to be releasing it on Comcast, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, Fandango, The Usual Suspects. And the thing is, like, okay, so now we're entering to an, another unprecedented time when it comes to these film releases. Because while some films have said, all right, we're just going to have an indefinite release date, we don't know. Other people are like, look, just let let the people have it. If They're gonna pay for it. Let them have it. So, mm. all right, what what a side are you on? A thing? Are you even on a side? Are you on the side of like, let's just wait and let's see it in a quote unquote proper theater, or are you the release the hounds type person? Like, well, let me just get it. If I if I'm gonna pay 1999, I should be able to watch it right now.
0: I'm a you can't put something back in the box once you open the box type of dude. I'm a you know once you open Aha. Pandora's box, you can't put it back in. That's that's my thing. And that, as a you know film creator i think you know the magic of being in a theater really can't be replicated in any other form but at the same time <laughs> we have a coronavirus you know and that is a game changer where yeah. i think america will bounce back i think the world will bounce back from this you know i think people will go back to theaters people will go back to the club you know all that type of thing but <laughs> the club right now
1: <laughs> yeah no
0: yeah. and so right now i Like, I do understand Marvel or Disney pushing back Black Widow, because that is something they've invested too much money in. It's also a thing of, like, are you going to just bankrupt the theaters? Because that's the other idea. Right now, theaters might go bankrupt just on their own, you know, without some government assistance, because you got to pay rent, and, you know, they can't pay rent.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of things.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of things. But, okay, so let's say Marvel then decides to put Black Widow to Disney+, Plus instead of saving it for the theaters when they do come back you know it's a rap scene in because that's so much money they lost right there all the theaters never get that black widow money you know that Mm. that's a hammer so that's why i understand you know some of these movies they got to push back and help out the theaters you know and but i am like i said before i am the once you open that box you can't close it so i think they're going to start moving towards in the next few years. We're going to see, you know, daytime. What is it? I can't remember the exact phrase for a daytime release, where it's, you know, they'll be released to streamers as they release the theaters. I think that day is coming very soon.
1: Mm. So then, like, what about like, for example, movies that you really, really want to see, like the new Candyman or Spiral, like the, the the reboot of the Saw series. So, like. Or an offshoot, rather, of the Saw series. I mean, I really want to
0: see Black Widow. You know, I'm. You know, (laughs) I forgot. Yes, yes, yes. yes, I'm still that person. You know, (laughs) I'm still that person. You know, look, hey, I'll I'll stand by that. It's a Marvel film. I really want to see it, and I really want to see it in a theater. You know, that's the thing.
1: Right. But if if something happens, they say, look, we're gonna release it on demand. You could buy it. Are you going to scoff and turn your nose up, (laughs) or are you gonna pay and watch? you gonna pay and watch this, this so. is
0: me you know what do you think you know do, do, you, do you see this um this crap pipe over here you know do, do you see this
1: it says MCU on it
0: yeah do you see this rubber band around my forearm right here cause you know it's waiting for an injection of MCU and yeah no I'm no Jesus I, yeah I'd watch it however you know but like something like Candyman think about that we're gonna miss that theater I get it we can all live tweet it you know together or whatever but we're going to miss that theater experience of being in a the movie theater with Candyman. And it's
1: it's so funny. I try to be like, oh, well, this is good news. And you're like, but we're going to miss out. <laughs> no, no,
0: I'm saying, you know, it's 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 just changed. Like I say, it's like you can't yeah. put it back in the box. So we're mm-hmm. going to have to go to, okay, you know, we're going to live tweet and get these jokes off, you know, while we're watching Candyman at home. And, you know, everyone's trying to react and be scared at the same time and be tweeting about it. So that's how it's going to have to go. It's just like, when we watch a TV show together, you know, Game of Thrones every Sunday, you know, or whatever it was, Watchmen, you know, it was like, boom, boom, okay. That's how, it's, you know, you were. it's just change. You can't fight that. You know, that's the one steady constant in the world is change. So, I, you know, either way, either way, I'll be there, <laughs> you know, either way. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I like them at home because I can roll up, you know what I mean, Get back, you know, ain't no problems.
1: You know, and, and everyone listening, this is a prime example of what Ben did. He counted his blessings.
0: Yes, you know what ben. I mean? I'm like right there. I got my trees, you know, I got my good food that I made. I can, you know, hook it up, got whatever treats I want. You know, it's beautiful. So, you know, either way.
1: Oh, uh, this show is fantastic. Not only do we give out lessons, we give you
0: live examples. Yeah, it's facts. It's amazing. Facts. Roll up. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Good job, Ben, I mean. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Let's see. What else? Also in the news, you know, and shout-outs to all of them. You know, I'm not that huge of a celebrity like Lizzo, Debbie Allen, John Legend, Yo-Yo Ba, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, who've all been sharing their talents and teaching online. Uh, you probably missed it. I think Debbie Allen taught a dance class today online.
1: Yeah, the aunties was getting it. Yeah, that's
0: wild, B. And that's like, like I say, this is... For free, for
1: free. That's the part. For free.
0: Once, like, I already predicted it. At some point during this, Beyonce is going to do a live show. Every, all of her dancers and band are going to be in, like, the illest, flyest, um, masked and full body suits. Oh, you know, God. with choreography and everything. You know, every, I mean, it's just it's come out of nowhere and she's going to live stream it from her home. But that's like, that's once again, we count on our blessings, right? You know, would we have had this without that? No. You know, would John Legend have just done a concert from his career? No. So it's like, and this has changed. You know, this is showing people, okay, you're going to have to adapt new ways of getting your music, getting your message out to people. And then, mm. you know, like that's what I've been mean, like, okay. I'm at the DJ, you know, put a tip jar up on my DJ thing. Boom, you know, like.
1: Very good. You gotta adapt.
0: You gotta adapt. You know, hit me at uh Venmo, DJ Ben I mean. You know what I mean? Next time <laughs> I you like see that me Venmo online. Venmo drop. <laughs> you know, and next time you see me online spinning them tunes, you know, toss a coin to your, <laughs> to your ninja.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're a mess, man. Oh shit, I'm
0: about to put that shit in my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: would not be the first. So not at
0: all. I'm way behind the have, loop on that have one. Have
1: at it. Have
0: sir. at it. So, yeah. Um, but like we said before, a lot of things have been delayed. Black Widow got pushed back. There is no date on it. They're still holding on to Wonder Woman to be released this June. Uh, New Mutants. You know, just holding yet another L. I'm not going
1: to hold you. I completely forgot Wonder Woman was coming out. Wow. Sorry. It, like this, everything just took over my mm-hmm. brain. And I just, it just... Flashed out for a second, but okay, we're back on there. And, got it. And
0: what's so wild is they delayed that drink from November, right? And that's
1: what it was. Everything. I knew it was something.
0: Else. And they would have ruled November because nothing was popping in November, so they would have crushed all of November, and they would, you know, it would have made all the money in the world. But now we'll see. You know, uh, yeah, we shall w- see. Everything from MCU got you know halted. I thought Wandavision was done shooting. I was wrong. It's still got uh, halted, you know, Winter Soldier, everything, folks, everything is on delay, like, pretty much any show you can think about, even shows like the network shows are on delay now, I, I was like, damn, I thought they were all done shooting for the season, and no, like, certain shows, I think This Is Us uh, is on a delay now, it's bad out here, folks, it's bad, but there is a lot of stuff that we will get into in our next segment, to keep in the ask questions, the guac is extra, Extra. Where we answer any and all questions from our listeners, you can hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com or on the Twitters and the Instagrams at nerds, And hit us with anything because this week, it seems that everyone's asking the same question. But what do we have up tonight?
1: <laughs> the first question comes from Rodimus Prime from The Black Guy Who Tips. Another, po- another amazing podcast. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Karen. What up? uh rodimus asks what do you guys suggest people binge while on quarantine so i i started answering this i started making my little list okay i the first the three the top three i guess areas i thought of were anime uh series slash tv series and movies Mm -hmm. so for anime i had mentioned cells at work yep claymore yep my hero academia yes and read or die and all of these you can either find on, like, Netflix or Crunchyroll. Um, Hulu. If you, or, right, or Hulu. Who's another one. Yep. Um, particularly for My Hero. Yes. Um, and then and then if, for whatever reason, if you can't find these for some reason on those places, if it's a Funimation project, you can just go to the Funimation app and get it. Um, for series such as TV series, I said Ozark. Absolutely Ozark. Season 3 is supposed to drop uh, March twenty-seven, which is, what, in another week. So... Uh, at least if you start now, you can potentially be caught up for the season three drop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on Netflix. I would also highly, highly recommend binging The Good Place. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in the middle of binging it now. How do you feel is, about it? Oh, my God. Ben, I mean, thank you so much. Thank you so much for for recommending it to me. I mean, you, you recommended it to me many, you know, many, many, many months ago. But yes. thank you again um just th- the writing oh is,
0: my god mwah, yeah. chef's kiss chef's like kiss.
1: just real i mean this and maybe it's because it's written in a way that i think i would write a show mm. <laughs> i love it so much it's just it's so clever and so poignant and thoughtful and it's funny at the end of the day it's funny as hell and, and it's entertaining and you know we also interviewed the actor Cheedy from yes. the good place so i mean william shatson harper did, exactly and if you didn't listen to that episode you press pause listen to that episode but yeah the good place is a fantastic show great cast love it let me um, hold on before you go on let yeah. me
0: just second that because not only is the yeah. good place such a fantastic show if you need something that will bring you up that will bring you joy that will make you oh, think yeah. about life
1: especially now well everyone's thinking about life then Yes. But, <laughs> but think about it in, in a different way give yes. you give you some give you some food for thought perspective and food for thought yes, yes this is a perfect thing to watch i i just
0: I cannot say enough about the Good Place. It's so wild. That, that show to me kind of came out of nowhere and is definitely in my top five all time. And in comedies, definitely top five, easily. But you know, probably top five shows ever. That shit is fucking fantastic, y'all.
1: Fantastic. Yep. Um, I added on your fave Queen Sono. Oh yes. Um, also, I recommend Top Boy. I recommend you the series itself. Um, again, they, another Ben I mean recommendation to me when he gave me the premise. I was like, I'm not watching this. I'm not watching no thing about no white boy running around, you know, being a Dexter type. But yep. then I watched the show and it was much more than that. So the, the wild <laughs> thing you. is
0: I've never watched it. I just read the pilot and I, I was like, I don't need to watch this, but reading the pilot, I was like, Oh fuck, this is good. You know, I was like, this ain't for me, yeah. but I, that pilot is, is exceptional. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So it's a good show. And then, um, and I know you'll probably add to any of these categories, Ben, um, with movies, I didn't want to do the typical movies that people may say, like people may may recommend white rewatch MCU and all that other stuff. That's great. And there are um plenty of movies that I know I haven't seen yet, so I'm gonna be scouring my Netflix queue. But the ones that came to mind immediately were Entheron and Entheron 2. <laughs> and I know you know this movie, yeah. I've so I've so never Enthiran, seen it, but
0: I know it. Yeah.
1: Entheron is is an Indian movie. Um Enthiran basically translates to robots. And when I say it is the most nonsensical, just outrageous, uh, sci-fi slash action flick that I've ever seen in my life, and I say this with with complete and immaculate respect. Like I love these movies; they're entertaining as fuck. I would say, please, if you're if you're just into that, any inkling of that of what I just said, just watch ant at least the first. Just watch it. Like the things that they're coming up with that make absolutely like like. It's, it's almost, it has to be genius level. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, <laughs> I tweeted about this earlier this week, and if you look for that tweet, you'll see a, a, a gift that I put along with it. If the gift doesn't get you into the film, I don't know what, what will.
0: No, for it's, real. It's
1: that ridiculous.
0: I, I've heard of it before, and I've seen the gifts and I've seen clips from it before, but I never even knew the name of the film. But I'm definitely going to drop that $2.99, I think, on iTunes this week and drop yeah, and watch it it's,
1: myself. Yeah, it's worth it. it. $2.99, $3.99, whatever it is, it, it's worth it.
0: All right. Uh, to add to that, let me say Clone Wars. Um, oh yeah. All right. I'm currently on season three of Star Wars: Clone Wars. It's available. All of them are available on Disney Plus. I think they're. I think that's it as far as streaming services right now. I'm not sure if they took it off everything else but if you have disney plus or any ways to watch clone wars and you haven't yo man like it, it it reaffirmed my love for star wars like it made me realize how good star wars has been through the you know decades and how much i've been sleeping on it because clone wars is just it, it takes all the mythos of star wars it expands on it it makes the prequel so much better in retrospect cuz it fills out these characters that you see in them It introduces my new favorite character, Ahsoka Tano, you know, who's just, oh, you know, just the baddest, just the best Mm -hmm. Jedi in the world. Just awesome. Just such a dope character. And it tells, I think um, Daniel Jose Older said this once, he was like, you know, it's such a, for 30 minutes, every episode just teaches you how to tell a 30 minute episode of television. You know, it's one of those shows that is so well done where every episode is just like, okay you know, introduces a problem. Heroes have to work at it. You know, they have their setbacks or to whatever. They solve it. They return. Boom. They figured it out. Okay. They're better for it. And then they move on and it keeps adding on and adding on, you know, as it goes through the seasons, you know, you're introducing new characters, characters die. It's very straight up and down. It's a lot mm-hmm. more, um, I won't say dark, but people catch L's like a character who I did not expect to catch this L just out of nowhere in an episode recently caught an L and that was the end of him. You know, I was like, damn, like I thought he was going to at least be around for a little while. Now nah, I caught that L and that was it. And it's just a dope ass show, yo. And like I say, it just made me love Star Wars so much more. And y'all know me, I'm just such a fan, but I feel like I've been missing out because I haven't been watching Clone Wars like that. So I'm going through that joint that I'll probably go on to Resistance, Rebels, all that other stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm there. That. That is my recommendation. I also, you know, put it down for Queen Sono, of course, just Purifier. Make sure y'all watch that. Make sure y'all at Pearl Thucy and say, check y'all DMs and, you know, get on this uh, <laughs> for all nerds. Please, please. And um, I don't know, man. I What else is there? I mean, so much. You know, I, I want to hear what y'all are watching really right now uh if i've been peeping anything else excellent. no I, I i do have a question if anyone knows any good comedy specials stand-up comedy because i'm mm. really a fan and i have i've watched a few there was something on yeah i can't i i don't want to diss nobody but what i've been peeping lately i've not been feeling so yeah if y'all got really? something to, yeah man a couple oh, of specials man. dropped recently and i i got like 10 minutes and right. this one how, like, what did dang. you how, do you
1: like Dion cole
0: yeah, 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 but I already peeped his joint. This, or He got a new oh, one, okay. don't he?
1: he? Does he? Oh, I don't know. I was going to recommend the one that you probably already saw. Yeah, I
0: already saw that one. I loved it. Lo- loved Dion Cole. I saw him on that. And he had he had a really good one on this other Netflix show. I think it's the stand-ups where it's like little short stand-up sets from people. And he had a good set on there, too. Yeah, and I'm definitely, I'm a, I'm a comedy head. I, I'll peep, I'll try damn near anything that pops up on any of the streamers. But, yeah. Oh, um, I do have one. That I finished recently, uh Fleabag. And even ah. yeah, I even though I I don't all right, it, It's tough for me to say Fleabag's fucking exceptional, you know, but I felt like it was also a little bit overrated. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where it got so much hype this year that I was trying to let down by the second season. But I think for two seasons of six episodes each, 30 minutes it's some of the best effing writing out. You know, I will not deny that. And acting, everything, is hilarious. I thought the first season was exceptional. And I thought the second season, I was kind of like, ah. You know, but it was still funny as hell through most of it. So I wasn't mad at it no matter what. And mm. yeah, that's definitely something I would recommend binging. Uh, that's Amazon Prime. Yep. But yeah, Fleabag, if you're looking for comedy, it's, I mean, it's just, man, it's written so well. What's the name? Uh... Uh, Kate's, I can't remember, Phoebe, I think. Yeah, she's a brilliant, brilliant fucking writer, you know? Exceptional. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That woman's a beast. Like, I just thought the show just got... I mean, she won, like, every fucking award this year. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, I can't be mad because it, it's fire. You know, that shit's pure fire. So... Cool.
1: All right. Um, the next question is actually the same question we just answered. Yep. Um, but I'm still gonna read part of it yes. because I just want to hear Ben reactions to the AKAs. Word up. So this one comes from Maze, aka Skeeter Valentino.
0: Uh, I, am I missing right. a reference?
1: I, I'm gonna keep going. E
0: yeah.
1: three PO Q Bert Simpson. E
0: three I'm I'm E okay, three? Th- okay, yeah, okay. Hubert Simpson.
1: <laughs> okay, Jack Skeletor. All
0: right.
1: And Quarantina Turner. Mm,
0: not bad, you know. I, I ain't mad at, You know, <laughs> it's close to it's close to yours. I, I got to give it to Maze. Quar- you know, Maze comes in with these. You know, eight, I mean, you know, every week. You know, <laughs> it's, it's
1: like you're fighting wanting to give props. It's so. Funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: but every week they it's you know so they come funny. in every week they come in with them you know. Right. Um. Yes. Yeah. What is Steter Valentino? How? Am I, I don't. I don't know what that references. I,
1: I can't answer half of these for you. But um, Jack, I just like I
0: said, Jack Stellator is um
1: instead of Jack Skellington. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's the name? So, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know Steeter Yeah. That one's like, shoom, Joke over the head. All right.
1: Well. Um. The part of this I'm going to read is actually the recommendations of additional movies to watch. So. Um, uh, Mr. Skeletor <laughs> says that uh, that he encourages us to check out Knives Out, Parasite, and The Invisible Man when you get a chance, if you have not already, and to stay strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit. You know, if we can add on a few movies, I definitely would, you know, all three of those are fire. I thought Parasite was another one of those joints that was a little bit overhyped, but goddamn, that movie's incredible. So, you know, it deserves all the hype it can get it at the same time. Now nice out. I haven't seen Invisible Man, but I'm so happy that it's dropping because I'm gonna peep that immediately, maybe tonight. Yeah. Um, what did I want to add? Black, the last black man in San Francisco. I, when mm. I mean, we talk about a beautiful film that will make you think about life, make you think about everything, and just a beautiful, I mean, just a beautifully shot, acted, directed, heartbreaking. The score is so exceptional, the music is so good. And I just feel like that movie did not get no love. Um, it's on, I think that one's on Amazon Prime as well. And also, I've talked about it before, but Loose on Hulu is just, you know, also an exceptional film from last year that did not get enough love. That's spelled L-U-C-E. And uh, I've talked about it before, but it's basically the story of this Eritrean kid who's adopted in the U.S., but he was a child soldier when he was young in Eritrea. And now he's grown up and he lives, you know, he's adopted by white people. And he lives basically in the suburbs and goes to okay. a, a nice school. And he's like going to be and trap star. But things start to happen and you wonder, you know, how much of that trauma is he still carrying with him? What is it? Is he this good person or is he this bad person? Uh, shout outs to Mellow Marketer. He described the movie to me as what joker was trying to be and i fully think that is like the best thing you could say about this film like it's wow yeah it's really it's that movie that joker wishes it was is how i felt about it like loose is exceptional you haven't peeped it yet
1: no oh my god
0: you got to you got to yo it's fucking exceptional like i didn't even want to watch it again because that dude is so fucking scary as as loose like he, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's a beast. My man is, you know, a uh, fuck. He's going to shine in the next few years. I promise y'all, because he's a monster. Ooh, let me let me look up his name real quick. Uh, Cause man, oh, I want to make sure I go.
1: Yeah, no, I props. I mean, the, the the other interesting part is I actually have a little bit more time to catch up on all of this stuff that I have in my queue now.
0: Word. So. Kelvin, Keep the
1: recommendations coming.
0: Yeah, Kelvin Harrison Jr. is the actor's name. He's he was also in that movie Waves that I haven't gotten to peep yet, and everyone said he killed it in that as well. So this dude is, you know, he is something, yo. Know, he is like an actor, as they say. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that man! Like, what was I talking about? My man last week from um, Euphoria, like, you know, he, oh yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is like that level of scary, you know, like. And he's a black dude, so it's got all this, you know, underlying levels to it. It's it's wild, yo. Loose. L-U-C-E, Peep it, ASAP, y'all. That is a fire film. And like I said, last black man in San Francisco, because that did not get near enough love. And it's so dope. All right. I guess that's it for the guat tonight.
1: That is, if you guys have a question, be it about geek or pop culture, or you're looking for some advice, I hope we were able to provide you guys with some good advice as you're listening. You can hit us up, email us, contact at 4olnerds.com. Alternatively, if you want to hit us up another way, you can hit us up on the socials. Very easy. We're at 4 nerds, generally everywhere online. Um, and if you are on a certain Patreon tier, you get a guaranteed guac question. So, you can also do that through patreon.com slash mm-hmm. 4
0: And shout outs to all the patrons out there at patreon.com. Thank you for y'all support. Especially right now, I know how much every dollar means, so thank you to everyone who is supporting us out there. Yes. For real, for real. Um, We are due, y'all are do some stuff, but, you know, due to this situation, your boy has not wanted to visit any post offices, but... <laughs> I'm going to make that trip for y'all sometime very soon. So look out in your mailboxes because I know y'all need some, you know, blessings your way during these trying times. So they will be on the way to you very soon. Trust and believe on that. And thank you so much for y'all's support. You know, for real, it means so much right now. And in another segment that I love so much, that we like to call Comic Psycho! Shout out to our editor, Mr. Luna, because he just made that sound so fresh right there. And, and crispy. Crispy. Crispy and clean. Nah. Comic-side copped, where we talk about all the different comic books that we are reading, that we are copying. And like I said, right now, you know, everybody got a little extra time on their hands. Everybody a little stressed. When we talk about stress relievers earlier, that is always one of my go-tos, y'all. You know, like in any time of my life. When I've had bad things going on, comic books have always been there for me. I can't lie. Like, they probably saved my life more times than I can count. So, this week, I just wanna talk about some comics that I just love so much, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I always talk about Wicked and Divine, but I wanna talk about another book from those creators, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey, The Young Avengers, because Marvel recently re released the trade of all 12 issues. And Young Avengers was where I first got on to Karen and Jamie. They had done another book together, Phonogram, before that, which is also a great book if you love music like I do. Phonogram by them is also fantastic. But Young Avengers was the first book I read from them. And I'd read a previous version of Young Avengers by the original creators because Young Avengers is this concept where it's basically a bunch of characters who have legacy ties to the original Avengers. They're not like all the kids of the Avengers. Some of them are related to the Avengers in various ways, but they all have ties to the Avengers, you know? And so mm-hmm. I remember when the concept was first introduced, I was like, oh, that shit going to be whack. And um, <laughs> then it came out and that shit was pure fire and I loved it. And then I remember when Jamie and them took over, I was like, oh, this shit. I didn't. I wasn't sure if it was going to be whack, but I was like, yo, y'all got to do that fire because I love the original so much. And then their version to me became the definitive version of Young Avengers. Like, that is the book. And I'm so happy that Marvel re released this trade. And it's just one of those books, man. Like, it just makes you feel good about life. It made you, it really changed my life. I'll, I'll say that. I wanted to talk about it with them because that's one thing I didn't get to uh, talk about with Kieran. You can go listen to our interview with Kieran Gillen as well. You know, if you haven't heard that, you need to pause this right now and go listen to that one because that is a, classic but um he has these two characters in there Holting and wiccan and Holton and wiccan are a homosexual couple who are you know they're a couple and they're in love and it really made me look at relationships and just uh sex gender all the you know these ideas and ideals that we have in our heads and it, it changed my viewpoint of everything you know flat out like there's this panel or there's this moment in the book where I'm not sure which of them Hulkling or... or it's actually Hulkling is talking to Wiccan. Wiccan is okay. uh, a magic user who is one of Scarlet Witch's children in a weird way. And Hulkling is this Skrull Cree. He's the son of a scroll and a Cree. So he's like, you know, a mixed race between these two warring worlds. Right. And he's a shapeshifter and all that stuff. And... At one point, they've been having issues in their relationship, and Holtling comes to Wiccan, and it's like, yo, I just want to be the best boyfriend that I can be in any reality. You know? And that shit just fought... Yeah, it it gets me every time. It just fucked my head up, though, because it made me think and made me look at myself like, yo, why would you ever judge anyone on who they love? You know what I mean? Because it's like, everyone just wants that same thing. Everyone just wants to have love. Everyone wants to have someone say that to them. You know, everyone wants that. And so, you know, love is love, you know, and that, uh, this book is, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, I I think now, maybe. I'm not sure, it might be a little less than that. But that shit fucked me up, you know, just really changed me. And it's just a beautiful book like that throughout it. It has another great quote, one of the uh, greatest quotes to me ever in a comic book is when um, Miss America Chavez Well, one character is standing there and they're like, oh, my God, for real, is love going to save us all? (laughs) And Miss America Chavez says, yes. And anyone who doesn't believe it gets their face kicked in, you know, and it's just like. Well, that's
1: one way to put it. Yeah.
0: That's just one of my favorite moments in comics. just It's like such a favorite quote to me because love will save us all, you know, like that is really the thing. That is like the core of, you know, life is love and like giving love and receiving love and all that. That is like what it's all about, you know. And so that just, that's what gets me. And so Young Avengers is a book that I just want to recommend this week. And I just want to, you know, any books, always as always, thank y'all for using the hashtag, #CommentsIcop. I cop. Please let me know what y'all reading, any books like that, that just give you hope, that bring inspiration to you. I'd also say uh, another one that I always go to is All-Star Superman. That one always gets me hope, you know, always gets me going. Just makes me feel good about life and everything. Um, Calvin and Hobbes. Just you know, <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes does not get enough uh, mention on comics I copped. But Calvin and Hobbes is by Bill Watterson is to me one of the greatest comic books, comic strips, whatever you want to call it, of all time. I grew up reading it. It blew my mind. Whenever I, you know, need some inspiration or need to feel good about life, I go to Calvin and Hobbes. So that's something that I would recommend this week. And uh, I think that's about it. Do you have anything that you you know, any comments that you always love?
1: The Wicked and the Divine, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's funny is because I was like every time like I would the first time I got the books, like the first couple of trades, mm-hmm. I read through them so fast, but too fast where I had to wait much longer to for the next trade. So yeah what I would end up doing is by the time I would get the next trade, I would somewhat forget some of the story. So I've had to reread the, at least like the first half of the series multiple times and being able to do that, you know, even though it it was inadvertent doing that though, really helped give me another depth of the, of the art, Mm -hmm. like the art. And when I say art, I don't mean just the graphic art. I just mean about the writing and the story behind it. So I would always recommend that 100%. Um,
0: Did you finish it?
1: No, I have one book left.
0: Wow,
1: I have one book left. It's because every time I would go to finish something else would pop up, yep. right? Like like a House of X popped up, and I was just like, "Oh, mm. <laughs> you gonna have to wait." Yeah, I feel um, you. Um, manga, like if you again, like I, I for my anime fans and all those, my otaku out there, like I would definitely recommend the Attack on a Titan manga. Um, I th- that the manga is typically. Th- for for most stuff that's manga and anime typically is more ahead of the the animated story but it's still really cool to see the comparisons and the contrast between the two and if again if you just want to continue the story without having to wait for the animation this is a great way to get through that and i mean uh it's just just attack on titan also yes very stressful so (laughs) depending on your level of stress i don't know if you can handle it but it's still a really cool story um, regardless in what medium you you consume it. And I don't know, you know, I, I always laugh about it, but the infinity gauntlet.
0: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. like
1: <laughs> just for laughs because I think like f- for me, particularly, <sighs> I when I'm very highly stressed or charged with that anything like that, I retreat into comedy. So anything that makes me laugh, anything that's silly, anything that's clever and funny, so I've been on TikTok a lot, but um definitely Infinity, Infinity, Infinity I mean, I, just the things in the, and and of course maybe because it's older, some of the stuff is more funny than it it's meant to be, but yeah, just uh, my homegirl in there, just
0: <laughs> <laughs> poor Nebula, yeah, because at the Nebula. time that shit was super shocking. A lot of that book, oh my it's god. Just...
1: In 2020 it hit different yeah, it but it hits in a very humorous way. Yeah. And I would and some people will die laughing when they when they get to that point in the book. Some people are like going to be like, "Ah, it's all right." But I just say if you go into these classics like that because you can see how things have been changed between, you know, how it is now in in with the um with the movie versus the book. Um and then like I said, some of the things are just unintentionally hilarious. So I think that will give you a nice bright spot.
0: Mm. Um, one last one. I recently reread Grant Morrison's whole run on X-Men, which was titled New X-Men. Uh, it's from the like early 2000s, but you can find it. There's collection, There's various different collections of it. Just look up Grant Morrison, X-Men. It's the only time he ever wrote the book. And it's a great run. Like, If you want to see where a lot of Hickman's inspiration came from, even though Hickman took from basically every great run of X-Men, but he took a lot of good stuff from Grant. And Grant took a lot of good stuff from Chris Claremont and others who came before him. But it it was one of my favorite runs of X-Men ever. It might be my favorite. And rereading it, for the most part, it really holds up. Like, it's a really good. And it's like such an adventure of the X-Men. Because it's like, Grant just keeps on piling on shit in front of them. You know, it's just like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. How the hell are they going to get out of this? But it just shows, you know, like especially it makes Cyclops, you know, a lot of people hate on Cyclops, but it makes you see why people love him, too, and why I love him. Because that motherfucker is like, it don't matter what's going down. I'm here. I'm going to win. You know, I'm going to find right. a way to win. You know, right. we're the X-Men. We are going to win. And it's just, I love that book for that. Because, you know, we talk about that positive energy and that like, yo, you know, we going to make it. You know, that's what that book embodies. So check out Graham morrison's Men, one of my favorite runs ever definitely dope definitely well worth it and i think that's it for comics i copped this week as always make sure you're using that hashtag comics i copped. hit me up at dj ben, I mean, at for all nerds you know let us know what you're reading hit tatiana keen too you know hit us all let us know what you're reading use the hashtag comics i copped. and thank you as always and anything else before we get up out this spaceship tonight
1: nothing except for i appreciate you ben i i'm am glad and i am (laughs) blessed that i'm able to (laughs) record this show with you from our respective space pods but and again as you mentioned earlier i just want to echo that thank you everybody who has supported us in any way shape or form um your, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, a kind word, whether it's voting for us, whether it's writing about us, whether it's just tweeting us, whatever it is that you do that is is part of our upliftment, I hope that we uplift you and I really hope that we're making a difference for you as well. Thank you.
0: Peace. Peace.